Hello, welcome back to The Biscuit Ten with Ellen Briggs. And Mandy Nolan. We're women like us. Um, the Biscuit Tin. What has sent you to the Biscuit Tin? Lots has. I've I've gone straight to the bakery. This Have week. you? Not even put the get the biscuits <laughs> in. For those that don't know, the Biscuit Tin is is our <laughs> kind of euphemism for that's the things that have pushed you over the edge a little bit this week. What what has been? What has sent you to find comfort and solace um, in places? Like know, the bakery. Like the bakery. What was it, Ellen? Tell me. Oh, well, as you well know, we're in the middle of... Can you tell well, me what you ordered first? Then tell I me. I didn't really go to the bakery, oh, Mandy. Okay. I'm actually being very good this week. Oh, good girl. Yeah. I even, um, I even last night, we go to trivia. Mm. You know, this is something we've been doing for a long time, going to the Brunswick Heads Bolo for trivia, and someone in the team always brings a box of chocolates, and I normally eat 30,000 of them. Right. And last night I had one. What a fucking feeder. That is really, um, that's big for me. That's really good to only have one. I only had one. But that is. Shouldn't have even had the one next to I mean, who was bringing the chocolates? Is it a man? Yeah. Yeah, it's a man. It's a feeder. You've got a feeder on the team. <laughs> I absolutely Two feeders. Big. Two feeders. Like two feeders, actually. Yeah, they you both know, bring them. As soon as you say. You're not eating stuff. Feeders. Out they come. Fucking don't they, don't they come in. They start making trays of biscuits and they start <laughs> bringing shit out with top that they put a lot of effort into. How many times have you eaten? Bring out the favourites. Yeah, you eat something to make someone else happy. Yeah. Like you go, no, okay, I don't feel like it, but I'll eat it because you made it now. Now, now I have to eat it. Yeah, that's a feeder. Mm. It's hard enough without feeders, you know, dealing with your own stuff. Well, good on you for one I'm, chocolate. I'm my own feeder. I yeah. don't need I don't need assistance. I don't need a coach. Uh, I'm very well. I'm very good at it. Um, well, as you know, we're can I say we're in the middle of renovations? It's really. I don't think you're in the middle. No. I hate to say having um, seen people in the middle. Mm. Oh, you're not in the middle. No, I know. You're. I'm, you're, on, I'm on the cusp. I'm like yes, the cusp. Because the kitchen arrives next week, so... Okay. Then, I can't wait but, to talk to you in the middle because yeah. you... Talk about the biscuit tin. Ellen is going to be living in the biscuit tin. <laughs> I'm going to be a biscuit. She doesn't like mess and disruption. Who does? But some people handle it better, but you are going to... No, I'm not handling it. Well, I'm even not handling the small amount that we have now. And what I'm not really handling is the lingering of it. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'll probably start on that next week. I'll probably do that next week. So I'm planning lots of trips away, actually. My son has found another car that he wants to buy because he only has two and two down in the paddock. Right, he needs another car. He needs another one. Hopefully this is in Perth. Um, it's in Canberra. Oh, is it? Crazy you're going to drive <laughs> yeah. down to Canberra. Well, we're going we're gonna to fly down and mm. then drive it back. And who knows how long that will take because it will probably break down. It's an old car. Wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> So I was like, I put my hand up straight away. I'll come. Yeah. Yeah. So that's happening. And and look, the snoring. The snoring's getting me a bit at the moment. I think it must be a bit hormonal. I'm, you know, so tell me about the snoring, on. Ellen. What is happening with the snoring? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm in a therapy session. Because Alex did lose quite a bit of weight. Yeah, he did. And that should have stopped the snoring. Do you know his snoring isn't like your typical... It's what, not like that. What is that? It's like, you know how Darth Vader sounds? Like how he goes... It's that, oh. it's that real loud breathing. That's not actually snoring. No, I know. It's breathing. Ellen, you're getting breathing upset about your husband me. breathing. <laughs> yes, he can't I stop am. breathing. Oh, look, I'm just not into the sharing a bed thing. I'm all about having your own bed these days. 
Hey, what does he feel about that? I don't know if anyone listening has got the bed thing. I'd be happy to have my own bed. Yeah. But um Because you know, you know, traditionally only only um you know, servants and stuff slept in beds together. Did Everybody they? else, wealthy people, which I'm not wealthy, but wealthy people slept in their own bed. Did they? Kings and queens, they've never had their they've never slept in beds together. They'd just come over in yeah. the night and yeah. then they'd say, I'll see you in the morning. Yeah. Had their yeah. own quarters, actually. Can you imagine having your own bathroom and oh, that'd be nice. your own room with your own wardrobe? Well, you know, a wardrobe you don't have to share. You're on the cusp of some renovations. Oh, maybe I've maybe got it's room time for another bedroom. Although, in- you know, Jared is leaving soon. He's leaving in three weeks or something. Mm. And I'm looking forward to having that room clear. It looks like that bedroom might be opening up. Yeah, it is. There is a bedroom opening up. I've already, um, I'm already thinking about the pictures I'm putting have, on have, the walls. Have you had this discussion with your husband that you may be moving to another room? Mm-hmm. What does he say? Well, he actually, he, he also said, oh, it's going to be good when Jared's gone because, you know, if we if you can't sleep, you can kick me out and we've got a nice comfy bed in there. I'd never kick him out. Well, I would you never, want to go. Yeah, I would never kick him out. I would never wake him up and go, oh, you're breathing too loud. I would never do that because I'm such a light sleeper. So then you'll go So down. I'm very nice to him through the night, but all oh, the thoughts. The thoughts. What do you want to do? Just, I would just want to put a pillow on his head. Have you picked one up before? I've just gone no, a I little, put it on a mine. Push. I put it on mine to try and, you know, like on either ear. To oh, try and, it's you... horrible. And I'm hot at night, so that's not good. What about earplugs? Yeah, plugs are probably a good option. You give them a go. Mm. That might be a good way to start. Get some of the noise cancelling. Well, it's better plugs. than putting a pillow on his face, isn't it? Well, at this point, because you're on the cusp of renovations, and if you put a pillow on his head, you'll be on the cusp of renovations for a fuck lot longer. Yeah, and I have to pay someone to do it. If you're it. gonna do it, yeah, you know, wait till he's finished the renovations. <laughs> Just a little tip from from a husband killer. I did. Like, start- <laughs> Kill his spirit first uh, and then watch him. Oh, that's well, that's yeah, dead. That's, that's been dead for years. Um, I've been looking in the real estate books though. You know, for the first time ever I'm kind of like, oh, maybe we could sell this place and move into town. There's that, you know, there's this very gorgeous property, you know, Magnolia House opposite St John's, the real oh, big yeah. one. That's for sale. I know, I saw that. Beautiful. Now, there's a fabulous house. It's probably the best, one of the most beautiful houses in Mullen. It is, yeah. There's only one drawback. Yeah. And I don't think you could live with it. The bats. The bats. I don't know if anyone else has got bats. I reckon if I lived there, like I like bats and they I like nature. They might send you the biscuit tin. I reckon, wow, you'd be in, like, um, we're talking it, this most beautiful house in Mullumbimby, mm. which I've always looked at and thought, imagine living there. The most, you'd love that garden. It's by the river. You can walk into town. It's oh. just, ex- it's exquisite. And if you look at the photos of it, they've done a renovation inside. Oh, oh it's just stunning. Beautiful. And but sadly, mm. we do every have every day. Every day, there's a. I think the bats aren't there at the moment. They've moved. They move for about two or three months a year. But there's a bat colony right beside the house. Yeah. When I say bat colony, I mean thousands. Oh, thousands. Oh, those poor people. Yeah. I, just, I think they're up behind the post office now. They move around a bit. Yeah. But along the banks of the they river. They do love to come on those those trees very often. Mm. And I don't know as much as I love nature. I don't know if I could the screaming. You could cut those trees down, Mandy. I don't think you can, Ellen. Yeah, I think it's yeah, against the a law. There's always a way. You can't cut the trees down. <laughs> the screaming, and that would be me. Can you have Get a bit the of an fuck a- out the trees. <laughs> so the screaming of the bats, and there's, there's probably 
10,000 or more bats. Oh, yeah. Like maybe 20,000. Like there's, it's not just 100 bats or even 1,000. It's like a Yeah, because colony. when they take off at night, they fly over your place, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and they and shit takes, everywhere. How long does it take for them all to fly over? An hour? Oh, about an hour. Yeah. It's not that. It's when they've nested in there and the oh, smell. Oh, no, but that's how many there are. Oh, yeah, yeah, you it's know, how like many. It's Sorry. just this, like a swarm, isn't and the it? the smell. Yeah, the it's smell It's a real strong, terrible. strong smell. And I think when they fly off, you know, it, and they're, they're excited. Shit. They shit themselves. They shit themselves. And so it's more the diseases and stuff. Mm, that is a mm, lot of diseases. Mm. In the, so I just, that is an amazing house though. I wonder if you go, look, maybe the bats will move. That is maybe a drawback. Also the price is a drawback. It'd be very expensive. Three and a half million. Yeah, well, that would be a drawback. But you know, got three and a half. Yeah, go to three and a half. I was thinking about it. What I love about that house with the bats, you could totally do the Adams family thing. Like you mm. really go gothic. Yeah, but just paint it black. Just wear black and just kind of creep people out. Mm. It'd be fantastic. Just need lurch. Yeah, yeah. just I, I don't, for the first time ever, I'm thinking about, oh, no, I could move in town. We mm. went to a friend's place yesterday on the Gold Coast of all places and was in their house with neighbours all around going, well, this is really nice. I could do this. Wow, that's the first time. And I said that to Alex in the car and he laughed and laughed and laughed and said you couldn't do it. And he, he goes, you did hear Sophie saying that she hears the neighbours' teenage kids vomiting in the toilet, right? <laughs> and I went, yeah, I did hear that. And he goes, how are you going to go with that? <laughs> Not so good. Not so good. And Stanley wasn't great either. Every dog he could hear, he I was live in the na- I live in my neighbourhood and I sometimes I can hear the neighbours, but some doesn't worry me. No. It doesn't. I, I, sometimes I hear them and sometimes... You're like, in a good spot though. You're up high. You haven't actually got someone kind of right there. This was literally the right houses are all in the same, on the, on the same yeah. you know, spot. You do get used, but you got, sort of get... It's funny, I do, occasionally I hear the odd thing. Yeah. but Anything very, good ever? Oh, I've heard stuff good. <laughs> Not in a house I lived in. Once, Ellen, this is the biscuit tin. I'm like, I could hear the guy next door, and he was married, and his his wife had about four thousand children, and he was clearly on the phone to his mistress. Oh, and you could hear I it. I could hear it, and I'm like, <laughs> my, I am so up again. I'm like, I'm so listening to this conversation. I have uh, the cup on the wall, and I'm like, <laughs> said to my husband, who was my second husband at the time, going, get over here. You got to listen to this. I knew he was up to something. I knew it. And did Russ come over? Was yeah, Russ we were, into it? Yeah, we were oh, both good. into it. It was like it was better than anything that was on the television. It was like our own version of Netflix going, wow, this is what's playing out here. We knew. But then I went, like, do, do I go tell her? Oh, I was just overhearing your husband on the phone where we just sat and listened. Like, like it's it's creepy. Yeah, you can't And I couldn't really. say anything because no. I thought... It really wasn't any of my business to be going knocking on your door going, excuse me. Yeah. Because I didn't know her that well. Oh, no, so you couldn't. We we lived in a place um, in Canberra, which was a townhouse, you know, and so they were all attached. Yeah. And in between each one was a garage. But you did share a wall, you know. Yeah. And we, we lived next door, this guy who I never saw, funnily enough. We just nicknamed him Coffer <laughs> because he used to come out the front and smoke. And if your window was open, you'd smell the smoke because they were very tiny little townhouses. And then he would just cough his lungs up. And one morning we were in bed and we hear this really loud car and Alex goes, oh, that's an F-150. I'm like, right. And he goes, they're normally ambulances. And then we hear talking and there goes Coffer on the bed. Coffer, Coffer went. Did he die? Well, he never came back. Coffer was gone. Mm. 
Wow, I love that you could gone. hear it. It was all done through Just, the drama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, happens. we could hear everything. That place too, because it was really cheap. It was the first yeah. place we lived in and it was something like some ridiculous amount of money, like $180 a week mm. rent. And we moved in um, during the week. I took a week off and we moved in during the week and we set it all up and we were like, oh, this is amazing. And then on the Saturday morning we were in bed and we just heard, you know, you know the big like when sports starts? Yeah. <laughs> it was like 7 o'clock in the morning. We hear that and then just a thousand kids screaming <laughs> and it was like they were in our backyard and they literally were so we were sort of on this kind of hill and no backyard really little townhouse and then it went down onto the road and then there were like I don't know 40 sports fields <laughs> so every Saturday morning you just hear Haw! and then <laughs> I thought we were being attacked by little oh, yeah, that's cute. it was pretty funny we that was our first that's place. That's hysterical. That's what yeah, you you can't know where where you're living. <laughs> what about? Well, I would imagine because Ellen lives on forty acres. Can you see? Because I mean, is there a point where you go? I mean, I mean, obviously, you're thinking about it. There will come a point where where I go. Oh, do you know what? I think it's just because I'm hating the house at the moment. Yeah, and you're looking for something. But when it's yeah. really beautiful, you're going to love it again. Yes. Well, you have to fall in love with it. I hope it is really beautiful. It will I be just really fear, beautiful. I fear. Because as you know, uh, you you know about Alex's parents. Mm. They uh, so for you listeners, Alex has these amazing parents who are we we would call them almost Amish, wouldn't we? Yeah. So they live off the grid. They've built a mud brick house. They sourced the mud from their own property. It's it's kind of amazing. They're in their eighties, rammed earth floor. They have to light a fire to heat their water to see. To, yeah, to basically do anything. <laughs> That's so full on. I mean, that just makes you go, anyone, like, you go there in the 80s. Why is what you go? Oh, Why? you can't compete. Like, you just go, they are like, they get the gold star for sustainability. Like, yeah. there's not a hippie in this town probably that could compete with them. Oh, the hippies the, the hippies wouldn't be able to cope. With with what the way they, no, they live? they forage for food. Forage? Mm. Well, they go out and look for it. Well, if they're dri- if they're driving along and they see, you know, sometimes you see wild, um, wild, you know, like native Some, someone else's tree. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but if it's hanging over a fence, it's you know, it's ripe for the pickings. Or you know, like birds will drop a seed and a tree will grow. Oh, they'll stop and strip it. Wow! <laughs> and then they go back and, and jam she, it. Well, she yeah, she pickles everything. So she has this huge wall of jars of all all pickled. You know, other oh, the, the all the um, hipsters any, would love her. She's into the sour many pickles crowd. you can eat, though, isn't oh, it? I, no, clearly there's not. She's every meal. Pickle. Every meal you have a pickle. Well, she pickles all the vegetables. Alex just came back from there and he brought home pickled carrots. Oh, I've never and thought And I about went, I'll never open that jar and eat one of those. So you put it, what do you do with a pickled carrot? Put it in your salad or something? Yeah, put it in your salad. There is an put expression, it, Ellen, it says, oh, God, I'm in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> and that means... <laughs> <laughs> Things aren't going well. Yeah. You're in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I prefer relish. Yeah. Because it's more like, oh, I relish this. Kind yes. of sexy. Yeah, pickle. she loves the pickle. Mm, she loves the pickle. Sauerkraut. So you, you, are you worried that you were going to become there? Well, so the, rent, the, the house building, their house, they've lived in it for a long time and it's not finished. Oh, you're worried that that I'm is an that omen Alex on the is kitchen. going to be like that, that our house is always going to be just that bit not finished. Wow. But I'm a bit more... Um, you're not getting a rammed earth floor in the kitchen, are you? No, we're not. 
No. What do you ram it with? A rammer. Well, you make tiles, so you. So, my dad went out there and helped make a heap of tiles when Dad was still alive. Um, So basically, you get the. It's a certain consistency of the mud, and you put it in a frame, and you know, pack pack it all down, and then it dries out, and it be. That's how you make a tile. But does it shiny on the top? No. Is it dirty? No, it's not dirty. It's just a. Tile. Yeah, it's just a tile. So the a, mud a doesn't ever come off. No, because you use whatever you use in it. It's right. like the consistency of a tile. Okay, beautiful. Pretty amazing, and it's yeah. a big house. They made yeah. a lot of tiles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm in, I'm impressed. Well, you, you probably would be impressed if you saw the house. But you, you, know, you don't. You want the kitchen to be finished. I don't care about all that sustainability stuff. See, I would be nervous. I don't really like my husband to do anything around the house. Like, I'm like, if you're going to do something, can we just get a professional person in to do it? Because I know it's going to be shit. He's going to fuck it up and it's not going to be done properly. And and that's why I'm actually sometimes quite lucky to have a husband that's a bit useless in that. Don't say it, tell him, but he's a bit useless in that department. Like, he can do some things, but, you know, Alex is actually quite good at doing things. He's really good at doing things. And that could be a problem right now because it means he's not going to be asking for the help. No. That could you might want to get that kitchen finished. Yeah, that's right. No, he won't ask for help. I think he will when he realises you're going to leave him. <laughs> Maybe he won't. Maybe yeah. this is a grand plan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. Isn't it? Oh, so there was that. And also I did our end of financial year tax, well, end of nineteen twenty. Honestly, Mandy, I, I hate the tax department. We do so much work for them now. Yeah, I know you do everything for them. We do everything for them and then we give them all the stuff we've done and they charge us. Yeah. And then we get, What yeah, other business works like that? I know, give them money and then they get fined if you don't do it on oh time. Oh, my God. It's real. it's, and I, we go to the accountant and he talks and he just gets his calculator out and goes so fast. You go to the same accountant, you know what he's like, and he tells you things and I pretend that I understand and then we get back in the car and I go, I've got no idea what he's talking about. No, I don't understand money. Actually, when I've got this thing when people start talking about particularly money in finance, I black out. Yeah. Like it's my, probably a good I way shut to down. So, and all, see, I do all of ours. I can't really black out. Like I, yeah. I do it all. Alex I blacks out. I do mine. Out. Alex blacks out. But I hear this, blah, 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 super, blah, 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 mm. 10%, blah, blah, 5% last year, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like... It's so boring. It's really boring. It's so boring. I've actually started using a, um, a you know, like a an account accounting kind of program. Um, is which it is better? So much better. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to show you. Okay. It's really good. I don't know if anyone else has done that. It's really I use one called Rounded, which is good for creatives and stuff. That they've got ones from the tax department. We are talking tax, but mm. it really does make a difference. And sometimes you kind of just want to click the little buttons to put the right colours. It gives you, and it gives you, how's this? I have graphs. Oh, I do, yeah. lo- I do love a graph. I know. I get graphs of my expenditure and my income. I have like, it tracks what I'm doing. Oh. It remembers who I've invoiced and, you know, I, I just, it's so quick to invoice anyone. It and takes, then if someone pays, it knows they've paid. Um, Yeah. Could know that you've, they've been paid. It's amazing. It's really good. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. Like I know, and I, it's. You know, you feel really, you just got to go in there. Yeah, the thing is, I haven't done into it. really organised. Well, you've got to go in there and remember to click the right buttons to actually organise. Gets to, it, your bank account, it goes into your bank account. Mm. So then when you go to your account and you just say, 
here's the access. You go in there and get it yourself. Ah. Yeah, because it, it compiles income and expenditure reports. It compiles See, reports. that's what I do. Yeah. I compile income yeah, and expenditure reports. And guess what it's called? It's called rounded. I mean, and I'm rounded. And you're rounded. <laughs> I'm well-rounded. <laughs> so that's so cute. Yeah. Um, made it a lot easier because I used to be one of the – I had a box full of in, invoices mm. and I would enter everything by hand. Go, you know. Just what I do. Yeah, you know, $6.34. You don't even have to keep invoices anymore because it's on your – if you've paid it through your bank and you've marked it, it's clear that's what the expenditure was. Paper free, Ellen. Oh, yeah. Paper yeah, free. I think I need to do that. And you, you pay know. a fee per month. Yeah. We probably should talk about this another time. Not, don't you love the fact that people are in on this? Look, just do that. We, but that was a conversation we should have had alone. <laughs> I do feel like we've revealed something very private. Like and they very went, boring. <laughs> boring. Is there anyone still listening? <laughs> and then they uh, rated rate on Apple Podcasts. Then they started talking about their accounting. Someone and, uh, probably fell asleep. Someone blacked ran out at the, the wheel. Ar- yeah, ran up the arse of someone else. Mm. What happened? Oh, they yeah. started talking about tax. Oh, no, so sorry because I hate when people do that. I hate when people talk about things like. What do you hate? I So here's my hates tax mm. or money, food. Yeah. Really food. hate it when you're talking about food and what you can eat and what you can't eat and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, not into it. Yeah. Um, I hate when people start talking about how much their house, like house Needs values. renovations? No, not renovations. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, that's it. No, you don't talk about house prices, how much did you buy it for, how much. Mm. There are these conversations and because I rented for a long time, there was this really, like I didn't have a house until I was about 41 or something. And the only reason I got into the market anyway is because I had a husband with a um, with a lending history, right. you know. So there's no way I would have, I would have been exactly someone that never, you know, would have struggled um, to get in to, to the buying market um, on my own. So people would always do this thing where they, I used to hate it, they just assumed that I owned my house. They'd go, oh, how much did you get this for? Or are you going to put this on the market? They'd ask all these questions mm. and I'd have to go, oh, no, I'm renting. And then they go, oh, I thought you owned it. And it was always this weird kind of, it felt a bit awkward, like. Shame. Yeah, it was kind that of was like. almost yeah, shamey. It's a bit shamey. And you kind of went, so I've always had a real thing about when people talk about properties in like public, in like you go to a lunch and someone's banging on about, mm. I got this, that, then I bought it for this much and blah, blah. Because you go, you don't know who's sitting there. And it actually does make you feel a bit like a loser, mm. you know, and there is yeah, some, real, some real, some um, real, yeah, I didn't like that. I don't like that, um, those conversations. No, I don't either. Well, yeah. that, and I don't it? even understand them anyway. I don't really understand but anything. But who cares? I know. I don't give who a shit. Who cares what you bought your property for and what you bought your property for? Like it's... It's so irrelevant to anyone else. I know. No one really cares. Like the food. About your food and the accounting. And the tax. And the <laughs> it's tax. very irrelevant. We'll be able to talk about their tax. <laughs> we'll do a whole podcast next week on Rounded. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Maybe we'll make it a YouTube one. Yeah. So you can sit there and teach me how see to do it. If we can go YouTube. right down to zero, <laughs> that's another program. That's the oh, one that's is it? Yeah, zero. Yeah, that means zero that listeners. <laughs> you can actually have not one person listen and to your podcast. Zero friends. Yeah, zero friends. Um, <laughs> you were talking before about snoring, Ellen. I have to admit that it's an issue for my husband because I snore. Mm, I know you do. Yeah, you know I do. And 
Um, I have that. You're actually like, when you think about the things with you, <laughs> like you snore, you drive like a fucking maniac. You're like a, you're like a crazy tradie dude. <laughs> like it was, I might be. You know, it was, if you're married to like the, like the crazy plumber. It's yeah, you. it's me. Um, <laughs> hey. Um, I just snore and, you know, my husband is, and he just, I just go, go away. Just go to another room, and we've got so does heaps. He, does he go? Hey, Mandy, roll and over. It's ri- yeah, he'll poke. I'll get this poke in the back. Oh, and poke! He pokes me. Sometimes he gets really cranky, and I'm like, "Don't get angry, like like you." Be like, "Wagon." He's like angry. He's got ear plugs in some nights. And I'm still breaking through the sound barrier. Like he's going through, and I'm like, "Just go." And he goes, "I don't want to have to sleep alone. I didn't get married to sleep alone." Oh. And I went, "It's not my problem. It's just." Sleeping, you're asleep. Oh, no, we just, cares oh, we just go to another bed. You do have a much better sleep on your He's, own. I've got three spare bedrooms mm. downstairs he can go sleep in oh, without well, poking me in the night. Tonight, if Alex is snoring, I'll come over. Will you come over? Because yeah, <laughs> in the I, mean, of I the don't night. mind. I'm like, you can go, go sleep. So I'd rather you had a good sleep and didn't poke me. Yeah. Because um, then you have a good sleep too. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't think I'm snoring as much um, now, but. Um, well, I remember one time when we were away <laughs> and you <laughs> we were in a hotel. I had a long corridor. Did I leave and the door open? A little bit. <laughs> no, I could hear it through the door. <laughs> I was trying to wake you up. We with were leaving what? with knocking on the door. Oh, oh there, that night. Yeah, yeah I we were knocking on the door. We were out in one of those outback towns and I could hear your phone going off, the alarm. And <laughs> over all of that, me knocking, your alarm going off, you were just cutting it like just. <laughs> Big snores. And I was like, has she got a truck driver in there? <laughs> Is this the right room? And then, like, literally, once you woke up, 10 minutes later you came out like you'd been at the hair salon and the beauty parlor. Like, I was just like, how the fuck does that happen? <laughs> like, you got up so fast, did your face and brushed your hair. Perfect. Brushed it, came out just perfect. Like And, like, hi, how are you going? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I do very quick. I don't know. I'm I'm very quick. Very quick I'm the quickest getting ready. Getting ready. I know. Yeah. There's you no are. one I know. You really are. You're quicker than a dude. I'm, I so am you quick. are that plumber. I am a plumber because <laughs> I don't like to fuck around getting ready. Oh, no one does. So sometimes. Oh, no, actually, lots of people do. Don't if they? I've got to go out at six, I'll time when I have to go start getting ready. And very often, I'll go quarter to six heaps of time. Mm. And sometimes 10 to six. And lately, I've been giving myself the five-minute challenge. Five to six. Yeah, five. Five minutes. Which means you can't. You have to have had a shower. So when you need a five-minute get ready, you've got to have done your showering. And you, if your hair needs washing, that has to happen some other time. So you've got the to. The night before. Yeah, you can't. Clearly in a five-minute no. get ready, you can't just. You've, you've got to prioritise. Mm. And this is good, you know. So you go, you've got to think no time to go, what will I wear? You know, you've got to know what you're going to wear. Oh, speaking of, how's that five outfit challenge going? Yeah, I haven't done it. Okay, I haven't started. Yeah, I haven't started. I'm going to start it good. soon. I'll let you know. Okay, I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't done it. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Do you plan your outfit the night before? Yeah, I'll think about the mm. outfit. I'll go, I think I'll wear that. And I'll just think about it. I'll go, that'll do. And that way. Get it out, get it ready. Yeah, made the decision. It's ready. Um, Up, quick shower. I would have had a shower. I get up at like 5 30 most mornings. So if I need to wash my hair, I'll have a shower and do my hair first thing in the morning. So I'm ready for the day. Some days, Ellen, this is my other trick. If I've got a busy day and I've got a gig at night, 
I'll get ready for the gig in the morning. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Tonight, actually, I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> film, you, you caught, I know. I'm filming. I'm filming at ten. So everybody, it's currently um, <laughs> half past seven in the morning, and Mandy has come full face, full face, hair done, Clip. beautiful nails, um, gorgeous frock, cardigan, nice shoes, and I'm in. <laughs> I've got out of bed. I've got my hair in a knot. Of my hair. I've got my walking gear on because after this, I'm going for a walk with a friend. Yum. I've had no shower. Yeah, I'm filming. I've brushed my lashes. That's, oh, that's all I've good. done. That's good. That's a good. Like, it's good. But some like getting ready in the morning, it's a trick. And what it means is all that stuff at the end of the day, because everything, you know, there's a pile on. You yeah. never get things finished. You're always sitting there doing stuff. takes longer. So I've washed my hair at 5.30. My hair's ready. I've had my shower. Um, maybe I'll put on some fresh undies. Yeah. You know. A bit it, more deodorant. Yeah, a bit more deodorant. Yeah. Perfume. Oh my God. Mm. Thank you know, it's amazing. It's how people survived before there were showers and baths. That's Three right. months without one. I have Perfume. a spray, whack on my outfit, and all I do for my makeup is foundation, lipstick, and eyebrows. Mm. That's it. And you're gone. Three pieces. You've got to break it right mm-hmm. down. Done in the car. That is good. Well, I, I guess I do it in a way when I'm going to do the bun for the for yeah. women like us. You just sleep show. in your bun. I do if it's, yes, and if I wake up in the next morning and I go, that's actually good, that's good for tomorrow night. Yeah, keep the bun up. I think I think one time it was in for four days. Oh, that's amazing. A four-day bun. <laughs> a four-day bun. That'd be, there'd be biscuits it, in the bun. It nearly didn't want to come out. Oh, yeah, that's when you <laughs> go to bun just cut it, cut it off. Um, I'll wash my hair in the morning and just leave it all day so it only takes me five minutes to bun up. Yeah. We have become pretty efficient we at have. getting ready because you don't take that long either. No. You're probably more of a 20-minute. Yeah, 20 minutes. In the morning, I just take it a little bit longer. I can't, like that day that I heard you snoring and you're alarm, and literally five minutes later you came out, I couldn't do that because it just takes me a little bit longer to wake up. Right. I just go, if I wake up, I'm like, bang, on the floor, go do this, do that. Yeah. A couple of times I've fallen over <laughs> in the excitement. Like I go, <laughs> oh, it's time I'm like, ready, what's going on now? Let's Crap. go. I really do wake up like that and I have to just kind of try and ease out of that huge cortisol kind of thing that I do where I go into panic and try and get everything done. But I can't stand when you're with – but I've got friends that – you know, girlfriends that you go there and they'll get ready and you're waiting for them and they just take – Oh, and they're having a glass of wine while they get ready and, and they're putting like on music. An hour, like, like getting ready. Like, I know, stop it. Like they put in too much effort. The getting ready is like an hour. Yeah. Like too much. I think I used to do that when I was younger. You know, you have a girlfriend over, you get ready to go out together and you make it all fun and stuff, but it's not fun It's just getting ready. Like I find that, yeah, that's not fun getting ready. No. Getting ready is Remember when you'd be like, you'd go, because I do remember, you know, going like, I've got two hours and I'll have a bath and put a face mask on Mm. and you'd make getting ready like this whole big ritual. That's when you had no life. Mm. No kids. Yeah, exactly. No partner. Yeah. And, yeah, no job. Yeah, no, exactly. And then you go, forget it. Mm. That's not going to happen. So, you know, it, it, now it doesn't happen. I'm not having a face mask and a long bath. No, not at 5.30 To go, wow, I'm going out tonight. I'm just fully if getting If I have a long bath, I wouldn't want to go out after that. I want to go to bed. Yeah, that's why I'd be going out to the blanket show. <laughs> Straight on. <laughs> so you're ready for the whole day. Yep, now? ready for the whole day. Oh, that's good. This is the whole look. Full day. Full day. It just 
cuts out a whole lot of stuffing around. It's yeah. done. Um, I might need to top up my lipstick for an afternoon appointment, but I'm filming at 10 o'clock this morning, so I went, there's no point getting. Why would you get ready twice? Oh, no, you wouldn't. Yeah. It just might be weird if I go to the gym like this. I don't you like have. to get ready. I have, yeah, I have. Sometimes I've had a full face of makeup and my top half is ready and the bottom half is exercise. <laughs> it's always pretty funny when we walk into, you know, when we're travelling and we're going to like McDonald's or something to get a coffee on the road and you're fully doled up yeah. <laughs> and I'm like the scratchy friend just I know, I like looking like I'm everybody ready. else. I'm ready to go. That's a good thing. So anyway, that's the biscuit tin is my snoring. I forgot about my snoring. It's not. I don't know. I've tried a lot of things. Maybe I'll go back to the ear, nose and throat doctor just to be told I've got a saggy throat. Because that's (laughs) That's what happens. He told you as you get old, sometimes your throat sags. That's gross. That is gross. That would be. It's not even a workout. Maybe face yoga. Ah. Maybe that well, it's more throat. I don't know what to do it. Maybe more fellatio or something. Oh, maybe that's oh. what it is. Maybe that would make John happy. He wouldn't be kicking you out of bed then. That's right. Maybe maybe that would be the uh, solution. Maybe oh. for your husband as well. <laughs> I'll send him round to John as well. Yeah, send him round. <laughs> fix up that snoring. I think that would make him breathe even louder. Yeah, but it would be tightening up the throat muscles. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else you work on them. Um, probably some, I don't know. But anyway, there you go. I'm, I think I'm getting better. Not drinking as much at night helps. Yes. And I'm gone off, sorry, Ellen, but dairy. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying and sorry to me? Oh, because we're talking about, about food. food. But dairy, and that I think that helps a bit because I'm not quite as congested. But, um, but if I'm really tired. Forget it. If I'm drunk. Oh, I think everybody, you know, you does You snore when you're drunk, but actually when, the worst I snore at home even worse than drunk is when I'm really tired. Mm. And you're just on your back oh going for Oh, my God. I just, I'm just like, and I can tell I've been snoring because I wake up and go, oh, I feel ruined. Yeah, you don't have a good sleep. I remember no. when we were, um, I can't even remember where we were, but I shared a hotel room with my kids and they were probably 16 by this 15 or something. And I woke up in the middle of the night and just went, who is in our room? And yeah. it was one of our sons. Mm. The noise that was coming out of him was unbelievable. And then I realised, you know, because he, he used to complain a bit all the time about his sinuses and honestly I, it was a, it was almost an apnea sound. And when we ended up going to the ear, nose and throat specialist, he said, oh, yeah, he he's like his adenoids are so, they're massive mm. and the things in your nose, what are they called? They hang down. Terminites. Yeah, terminites. One, one side terminates. was completely clogged. And the other oh. was like 80%. So only had 20% airway. He could hardly breathe. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so well, you have I'm, to have the full I'm operation. I'm thinking of the ENT. I could have my adenoids. I've never had my tonsils or anything out, so maybe have I've Have you got... had your turbinites look at, looked at? No, uh, I've had a poke up the nose. I hate it. I've had the mm. camera. Have you anyone ever had this? The camera. Have you had this, Ellen? No. Oh, it's, it goes, you've got to stay really still. You feel it goes up your nose and then it curls around and goes down the back. To look, and it is like having a stick put into your brain. You feel like this Mm. guy just has to give one little push, and I have a lobotomy. So it's really the one. uh, It's an. That's why I put off going because I went. Mm. He's going to put that thing up my nose again. Well, I'll give you if when you do go, go to this guy. He's really handsome, 
Oh, well, that I makes know that you want a real handsome guy sticking handsome something guy up sticks your nose. Up my and, nose, telling me I've got a saggy throat. He was really, he was lovely. And I remember him talking to me. He was great. He, you know, some doctors, they don't talk to the kids, they just talk to the adults. Yeah. He was really talking to Eden and he's asking Eden all these questions. And then he goes, um, you know, these are just some of the things I have to ask before the operation. He goes, are you a Jehovah's Witness? And Eden goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, oh, mate, I think you'd know. <laughs> Even so kind of flying through life, just not taking notice of anything. I love that. What's wrong with you, mate? You breathe like a Jehovah Witness. Imagine at your door. <laughs> I'll be here again. <laughs> Get that Jehovah Witness out. I didn't so know it was funny. a breathing. It's great. It's a breathing condition. Well, no, he asked me because of the blood. <laughs> oh, the blood. They can't, if he has thought an maybe, operation. I thought you meant like Jehovah Witnesses breathe weird. Maybe they do. They probably do, I reckon. Oh, maybe they do. No, I but actually I think, think it was because of the blood. The religion is part of the lack of oxygen that gets to <laughs> maybe, the brain. Maybe, No, it was because in case, because there's a, as you know, because when yeah. Zoe had her tonsils out, she yeah. had a massive hemorrhage, sometimes you need to have a yeah, blood transfusion. Blood so he was wondering if this kid was going to, Reject, you know, no, no blood for me. Thanks. Got it. That's yeah. the that's the biscuit. Anyway, the biscuit tin. That's this the week. biscuit tin this week. We've biscuited out. We are doing. Sorry the, about that real dull point in the middle. About the tap. <laughs> we really, we, we really hit a low. If you're still with us, then we oh, appreciate you, you a lot. For thank you. <laughs> but I do recommend you look up. That's a really good. <laughs> Stop. <account. laughs> Stop. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. It's really good, Ellen. Stop it.